Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Do you know that Roundup is actually owned by a pharmaceutical company that treats, um, like, all the things that... um, that Roundup a, causes? That, well, treats all the things that um, that the dandelion would treat if we just oh. ate the dandelion. There you go. Yeah, the Bayer, Bayer Pharmaceuticals, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not 100% sure. I watched a video on it. Yep. Educate Bayer, yourself. Bayer bought out Monsanto. Uh, so Monsanto, the world's most evil company, is now owned by Bayer. And Bayer trademarked the name heroin. Wow, Bayer, the Nazi company? Yeah, the aspirin company came up with the name heroin when it was legal. That was their trademark. Oh my god. Alright. Here, here's All anything right. that ails me. Continues. Just a note on air travel. So airlines are looking at having to upgrade all the pressurization systems within aircraft to accommodate for the fact that a large and growing number of the population have now got thick, sticky blood, high plasma viscosity, which is far more risky when it comes to thrombosis, deep vein thrombosis, blood clots hemorrhages, and other things that would be very dangerous at 36,000 feet. Just be careful, because it's not just people that have got COVID or long COVID. It is one of the most common things from the vaccine as an adverse effect that's been reported by theirs and the yellow card in the UK. Wow. Okay, so be careful with you travel. Maybe don't do flight. Maybe drive. Maybe I won't get vaccinated. Well, I, I mean, it seems to, she said, happen with people, I mean, anyway. Yeah, so well, she was terrible. saying it's highest in places with vaccinations. With vaccinations, like the, yeah. Yeah, so the highest vaccination rates leading to the highest variant rates, which yeah. I guess would make sense if it's 0.0%, of, but it also puts the fear into me, like, oh, God. Is this a is this a created event in a manufactured experiment to shut us up because we're talking about the stuff we're talking about? And it's just kind of funny how this, like AIDS, takes out kind of the undesirables in society, right? Like AIDS hits the black population the worst, intravenous drug users the worst, prison populations the worst. Oh shit, where did uh, COVID hit the worst? Prison populations homeless populations, the elderly, what was going to be a huge tax on our society? They were saying, or you know, in we're not going to be able to... They were, I mean, there was, at least in Illinois and Chicago, they were saying that it was hitting the minorities the worst, like the, um, there, there the Hispanic community and the African-American community. Yeah. So there you go. Am I a nutbag to think like, oh my God, huh? That's, it sounds like just what the CIA would love. Isn't that interesting? And then we reel back. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm, once again, not telling you what to think. I'm just telling you to think. So my brain's going kind of hyper on this right now. So I just want to finish this train of thought real quick. But, um, you know, who's to say? So here we, we now have evidence that Dr. Fauci went to the Wuhan Institute of Virology with $3.9 million to work on exactly this gain of function, getting it to to hop from species to species and then eventually to humans. Well, so now we're just wondering, like, was it an accident or mm-hmm. were they work, were they working on a weapon? Right? It's true. All right. Think, things to think about, you know. Uh, definitely some stuff to think about. Let's listen from a taco truck. Yeah, that doesn't bode well statistically. If that many employers are willing to refuse work to their current workers because they they believe they're going to hold out for better employment, they're going to find a really frightening reality check. This isn't pre-pandemic. You can't, you the employer can no longer dictate very much, really. 
especially if you don't, if the conversation doesn't start with our minimum wage is $15, you really have no fucking legs to stand on at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, it's surprising because there's a lot of people who are also interested in kind of staying with the current status quo right now if that gives them the power to put it to employers to change their ways and potentially make it a better workplace for them. Well, let's put it this way real quick, Taco Truck, and I'm glad that you brought this up, the duality mm-hmm. between um, employers and employees. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, let's talk about the cost of living. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's one thing that keeps going up without minimum wage going up. It's a match. Right. Yep. Why is it that I can pay fourteen to fifteen hundred dollars a month for rent for two bedroom, two bathroom? Uh, I think it's about eleven hundred square foot apartment. Okay. And but my credit isn't good enough to get a mortgage that would allow me to pay like eight hundred dollars a month. Can you say? orchestrated scam to keep the rich rich and the poor poor right, right? I, why can't i own property when i've proved why why are you telling me that i can't have this money when i've proved that i can pay over that money for years yeah now okay here's a mind blow okay. let me take that the next step for you um so <clears throat> we've got uh freddie mac and fannie mae these used to be government-owned mortgage companies, right, owned by the taxpayers. The government sold them off. They're now private entities. So what if, imagine, what if our government would provide you, Bear, a home loan at 0% interest for three years? After three years, you now have equity Right. You, you, you can now upgrade. You could sell. You can cash out. You can move. You've got options. Right. And what did they do? They created a homeowner who is now going to put the money that you were spending on rent above and beyond your mortgage. You're going to now spend that on going out to dinner, taking your kids on a vacation. It's going to go into the economy. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now here. Now here's a story about a friend of my sister's from Scotland. He came over here. He got a master's degree. You know what Scotland does? They paid his mortgage. They gave him a down payment for a house in America and, uh, and a zero, 0% interest loan as long as he stayed in his master's program. So wow. here's, other, yeah. here's Scotland. Right? Here's Scotland offering people a better life situation in the United States of America than our own goddamn government. Now, in, you can also go to Germany as a United States citizen. You could go to Germany and get free college education. Now, right? Yeah. So wow. we are just stuck on stupid here. We are stuck on stupid. We're being bent over and raped, and we just take it and take it well, and take it, and stuck, we don't even ask for a kid. What we're stuck on is uh, money, currency. Money. That's right. Right. How, um, what's the value of this? What, how, how can I make money off of this? What is the how can I make a quick buck off of this? Who, who can I fuck over so that I get the money and they don't? Yep. Just in my hometown, Santa Rosa, California, there was a firestorm in 2017. We lost 5000 homes. Well, Lennar Homes, a huge corporation, came in, paid people for their burnt down vacant lot and bought whole neighborhoods. Right. That they're rebuilding at market rate housing. So meaning as right. much as they can rate wow. people for. Now, I, I okay. read another story. The, the company Blackwater, the investment firm, they're doing the same thing nationwide. So it's an orchestrated scam by these for profit companies to 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 turn housing into a fucking commodity. Wow. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what the big short's about, pretty much? Pretty much. On how people take bets and then side bets and then side bets and then side bets, and then all of a sudden, this entire, uh, I don't know, financial like system collapses. 
Yeah. I mean, it's basically a Ponzi scheme, right? How, like, riddle me this, a short, right? So your Bank of America, I'm going to bet that your stock price is going to go down. If it does, I win and I get paid. Now, riddle me this. There was no money made. Bank of America lost money. So yeah. how, how am I making money on that? There was no, no product was created. No profit was generated. How the fuck am I getting paid? It's a scam. Right? Well, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Hedge, oh, hedge so funds crazy. and yeah. shorts and futures. This is all crack pipe ideas by the uber elite to manipulate the markets and, you know, control finance. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, people are making, you know, fuck it. We'll make our own money. Mm-hmm. That's we're it. Just all Digital currency. That this is our money, and then we're going to trade with it, which is going to force America to recognize it and start trading with our currency. And now all of a sudden we have an exchange rate. Now all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're making your life better with American money because that's all that they understand. You literally, ha- people are literally forging their own money right now. Literally, and the and the the government's freaking out about it. So the Federal Reserve is, is scurrying to develop their own. Uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. All right. Let's. I don't want to get too far behind in the messages. Yeah. Uh, the so honorable. Let's, let's listen to them. The honorable Donald Trump. Mr. President, if you don't want to work for Amazon and take your pee break by pissing in a bottle exactly where you stand, then somebody else will. You know, it's as simple as that. I'll cross the picket line myself. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You, That's sir. right. And you know why they call them dump trucks? Because you can take a dump in the truck. Oh, my gosh. The respectable money family. All I'd say is if you're thinking of getting vaccinated, get fully informed. Go to The Lancet, go to Nature and go to Cell, which are all online. Mostly go to the Pfizer report from the Freedom of Information request by Japan that shows that instead of the vaccine staying in your upper arm when it's vaccinated, it takes all that lovely toxic spike protein and mRNA and it runs throughout your body for up to 30 days and leaves a level of toxicity in the organs, in the ovaries, the testes, the spleen, the liver, the kidneys. Um, It's all reported and I think you should have a good read of that because unfortunately in the UK, we're seeing a lot of people coming out of vaccines with severe adverse events and uh, a lot of deaths from it too. As you know, it's been reported myocarditis is particularly affecting men and a lot of women are losing their periods or having menstrual problems, which is rendering them unable to reproduce. Hmm. Can you say Bill Gates? And the steril- huh? Can you say, yeah, can you say Bill Gates and the sterilization of Kenyan women when offering a free vaccine? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Here we go, Ooh. continuing forward. Taco. I got a craving Dave, for a taco. Dana function re- research is not the intent to build it up so that it can jump around. Dana function research is across the board the advancement of any virus beyond what its natural state is to see how bad it could get. And gain of function research is was created by the by the guy who created the polio vaccine. It's not like it this is just like out of left field something new that we started doing. It's it's gain of function research is actually built into the bulk of the biomedic uh, bioengineering biomedicine space. Um, my aunt is a pharmaceutical chemist. I spoke to her about it when this whole thing was starting, and she was like, you know, the problem with it is gain of function is used everywhere for a whole bunch of research elements. It's not just used in one place. There you go. Yes, yes and no. So from Google, gain of function research is medical research that alters an organism or disease in a way that increases pathogenesis, transmittability, or host range. This research is intended to reveal targets to better predict emerging infectious diseases and develop vaccines and therapeutics. That's from Wikipedia. So that's the harmless explanation. But then, so what, so what does that mean? Um, pathogenesis well, I- and transmittability. 
to in and or host range. So yeah. to be more transmittable, to be more pathologic, and to increase the host range. So to get it to hop from species to species to species. Um, well, to see how far it could hop. Yeah, correct. What, well, no, it, it, ultimately to get it to hop to humans with the idea then they're going to develop an antibody for that before it actually happens in nature itself. That's what we're being told it, that they're doing. Now you look into the fact that President Obama stopped gain of function research because he's like this, you know, this is Pandora's box. Maybe we shouldn't be yeah. fucking with it. No. Imagine that. Now enter Dr. Fauci. He fought long and hard to get it reinstituted and he was successful. Got it reinstituted during the Trump presidency. Was given $3.9 million to go to the Wuhan Institute of Virology and work with them on exactly this. Getting it to hop from bats to cats, and then I guess they got it to hop from cats to humans. And now we don't know if it was a worker that got sick in that lab, carried it outside the lab and spread it around Wuhan, or whether it escaped from the lab organically, or whether it was spread. Land, sure. A la 12 Monkeys or, you know, V for Vendetta. Well, I mean, take your pick, Mission Impossible. You know, was yep. there a whole chimera plot and all that shit? Um, triple sure. X, you know, with the nightshade and all that shit. Like, come on, take your pick. That show 24. Biochemical right? warfare. Yeah, Remember 24. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, on and on, right? So like we've, does, we've been you know, warned about this for years. And, and why are we messing with ways. it? That's, that's my point. Why are we messing with it? Like, like, before COVID, I learned that uh, Genentech in San Francisco... It, you know, they work on biotech. They're working on airborne AIDS virus. They're trying to create an airborne AIDS virus so that they can then develop an antibody for it. Well, how about you just don't fuck with it? Like if an airborne AIDS virus develops, then start working on an antibody. But don't create an airborne AIDS virus in San Francisco on one of the biggest fault lines in the fucking North America and in a city oh, yeah. that is. In a city that's just waiting for a tsunami? Are you kidding just, me? Here's here's the scene that I'm thinking of right now. Fast Times Ridgemont High. You've got that guy Rat, and then that big, the big guy, uh, whatever his name was, the, the 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 football player. And he's like, "How's the car, man? Looks really great." And he's like, "Don't fuck with it." <laughs> just like, "Don't fuck with it, man." You know what sign? You know what scene you just reminded me of in Fast Times? What? Yeah, exactly. dude, that's my skull. <laughs> that's my skull, dude. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's you know, when I was in high, you know, when I was in high school for my senior portrait, I walked in wearing flip flops, Hawaiian shorts, and a Hawaiian yeah. shirt, and a puka shell necklace, baked out of my head. You know, shoulder length hair. And the the uh, the photographer your takes name one Mr. look Han? at. Yeah, no, the photographer took one look at me. He's like, have you ever ordered a pizza in class? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not yet, bro. <laughs> Eating pizza, learning about whatever the hell they were learning. I forget what it is. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, all right, let's continue. Uh, Taco Truck has another message. Dave, your lung program already exists in many socialist countries. I know for a fact it already exists in Israel. That's kind of how I purchased a home, actually. Was using the National Insurance uh, Guaranteed Loan Program. It's actually pretty smart. If you honestly look at it, it's <laughs> economically... I guess for a country of 6 million people, it really makes sense. But economically, it makes more sense if you have homeowners than if you have renters, actually, legitimately, because you have more buying parity if they, if they own their leveraged asset. If they're renting a leveraged asset, they have no buying parity whatsoever. Okay, what's buying parity? Is that similar to power, buying power? 
and then I need to know more about uh, this program. Like, yeah, can I claim? Yeah. Can I claim to be Jewish and take advantage of this program? Um, yeah. I, yeah I, can know. Bear do the same thing? Uh, well, first off, it would be my wife. If, if anything, her mother always claimed that they were part Jewish. There you but, go. You're in, bro. You're in. Yeah. The um. You can no, adopt I think, me. I think the buying parody is what uh, just I think what he means is with skin in the game. You know what I mean? Like if, if mm-hmm. I'm renting, I've got no skin in the game. That's what I, I have no attachment yeah. to this. That's I have no attachment to this place. Mm-hmm. These are just walls. They've got my shit on them, but it's not my home. I, I mean, right. I'm not. I love what I've got. I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. and it is. Uh, but yeah, if it's if it's my land, people, you know, that's that that's something people love. They, you know, they enjoy. But then again, we've got to get away from this idea that like people can just own land. Well, well why? And, and then there's the whole idea of whoa, and some Palestinian people can't own land, and a Jewish family from New York moves into their house and they're kicked out. Oh, or the fact that I, yeah, or the fact that uh, what was it, uh, Oklahoma or or some, like didn't the Supreme Court just give back like half of a state to the Native Americans to, to the indigenous Sioux tribe or something like that? I just like oh yeah, that, you know fantastic. what? According to these according to these treaties, uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, you do own that land. So what now? Now all the the, yeah. the people that live there have to what uproot and leave. Well, mm-hmm. that's what you did to those fuckers, yeah. Isn't it? That's what kind of what you did to them. Yeah, Native Americans, we've had 500 treaties with Native American tribes and broken every single treaty because like, oh, move over here. Wait, there's gold on that land. You got to move again. We want the gold. Move over here. Well, wait, there's oil on that land. You got to move. We want the oil. We gave them the most worthless property in the country. And then if there was anything of value found on that property, we made them move again. Yep. You know, so the the beautiful poetic justice that I see with Native American culture is the casino. Ha ha ha. White man, round eyed devil, you give us whiskey, we give you casinos. Ha ha. Who laugh last? Right? Yeah. Let's play uh, Taco Trucks one more message. Here we go. I have a question. How does it, how does my point about. Uh, employers sort of fighting back and saying, look, we can't make it on 15. At least, look, in California, it's basically impossible. Even if you took just basic cost of living of rent and this and that and all the other shit out of the equation, it was like, okay, well, that's comparison. That's comparative to many other parts of the country. That's true. But California is notorious for raping people on fees. This state has figured out how to fee schedule the shit out of their civilization, out of their population. Everything here has a fee. Everything here has a fucking... you got to pay for everything. You have to pay for parking to go to a state park where the admission is free, but the parking has to be paid for. And it's out in the middle of nowhere, and you can only pay with a credit card that works on a SIM card. And there's no phone service, but miraculously you can pay with your credit card. Hmm, wonder how that works. Oh, yeah, taco truck. I'm in Sonoma County, California. You know, they call it the wine country for now, but for how long, you know, it's been hundreds of degrees. So how long before this is desert, like, you know, um, palm desert or whatever. But yeah, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. The fees, $60 for a park pass, right? Like, wait, but don't I pay local sales tax and all this and that? Oh yeah. Yeah. But no, you got to buy a park pass if you want to go to the park. Isn't that interesting? Well, well, bear's muted. We're going to go to another message. That Donald Trump is fucking shit. The blue Donald Trump is ten times better. The blue Donald Trump is probably the real Donald Trump. This one is just an imposter and probably a child master. <laughs> wow. Oh, come on. Come on, strong Jay Stabby. Feelings. Yeah, strong feelings. Come on, don't get all stabby at the Trump. <laughs> Sounds like he might be an Irish brethren. Um, to... So to talk about the employer-employee relationship, um, yeah, I don't think 
to be honest, I think that employees do have a lot of the power right now. You have negotiating power because everyone is hiring. Everyone is hiring. And that's what, I, that's what I've heard is for the first time, employers are having to offer more money, benefits, all these things, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, because they've been screwing people over for so long. Listen, you used to have, I, I mean, I used to hear about stuff like that, about, you know, a company that you could work 25 years with and retire with a gold watch and, you know, a pension and, you know, that took care of you just because you were a good employee that, that, that fairly exchanged your time. But all I grew up in was like these, these chains that didn't give a shit about you. Right. That can sit like that, that treated you like you were just money. And like all you were was just money to them and replaceable. Yep. I even had one employer put it to me like this. And he was talking about we needed, we needed to hire a night doorman for the hotel that I was working at. And so he's like, you know, I was the, the bell captain. So I was the head luggage monkey. Um, so he's like, Dave, we got to hire a new night person, you know, help me do some interviews, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all we need is a warm body. Like, right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because it was the graveyard shift, right? So you don't have to be. Oh, I've done, I've, I've done, customer, you know, bullshit. I, I used to be a dancer on the corner, the street corner underneath a little Caesars outfit. <laughs> I was a little Caesar pizza, pizza guy. I had fucking water bottles thrown at me and shit. <laughs> but I made like 15 oh bucks God. an hour doing that. Hey, right? Paid your rent, right? It helped me. All That's I had to right. do was just, I had an MP3 player in, in headphones inside the suit. I had something to dance to. Yep. All you had to do is sell your soul and not care that your neighbors were laughing. Yeah, exactly. I had to be a monkey. I had to be a jester on a street corner. Yep. Yep. An entertainer. There's for a company with somebody else's a new, name on my on my back. Right. There's a new housing development here in Santa Rosa, and they pay somebody to stand right in front of this total ghetto Seven Eleven and twirl a sign for the new housing community. But the guy twirling the sign is you know, borderline homeless or home short, right? Um, he could use a better situation. Let's just say that. He's got his poor dog there with him. So you can see this whole picture. And you're like, yeah. well, that's the housing community I want to live in? That's like paying this guy the bare minimum to be out there doing this thing for their luxury housing community? Awesome. It's just a huge statement about our society, right? Yeah. Well, and, and I wanted to bridge the gap between uh, right now. It's very funny. Amazon's uh, narrative. Have you seen the local, the recent Amazon commercials? No. Okay. That they, so they want to be the best place to work. Oh, not only are they the best place to work, that start people off at $15 an hour, but they're great for local communities because they employ so many people with a high paycheck that now people have more money to start supporting local businesses. Wow. That's literally the narrative of one of the commercials that I watched yesterday. That is crazy. And they keep, Rechopping that same commercial because it's all one commercial. I know how commercials mm -hmm. are made. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they keep rechopping that into different ways of telling that. And I'm telling you guys, when companies do shit like that, when they dive into the community to try and look good, there's something to look at there. Yeah, there's a reason they need to do a PR campaign. That up. Exactly. It's because because their actions don't match their words. If their actions match their words, they wouldn't need a, a PR campaign. Their employees would be the PR campaign. Right? Now let's take the same let's take the concept of what you were talking about with this program where you're paid 
your mortgage is paid, right? Or like they these mortgage programs that help you to actually get people to own property that now become more invested in the land that they own. And mm -hmm. because they have more money, as I think Taco is saying, they're now more uh, uh, opted to start spending money in their local communities, right? Or you were Absolutely. saying something like that. Uh, where like even even when it comes to repairs, right? If you if you have a business or if you have a home, well now you need to start paying local repairmen or local hardware shops. Absolutely, you're going to be going to the hardware store, to the plumbing. You know, you're going to be buying plumbing parts. You're going to be painting on yada 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 appliances. You're gonna you're gonna replace the doorknobs and the light switch plates that you know with you know, brushed nickel because you like the look. You're going to replace the light fixtures, yada, yada, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. want new kitchen cabinets. You know, all those are jobs for people, good paying jobs. Yeah. I watched or the amazing like, documentary. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, gonna, I was just going to add, or you, you know, you want uh, a finely crafted iron door handle. Right, you're right. gonna go to that specialist. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna go to that person that creates that, and you're gonna pay for it because that's your home. You're more invested into that. That's it. And, and I have a I have a personal experience with that. Um, well, let's not even go into that. But yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say I worked on a job site where they had this Larry Ellison. Okay, I worked on a job site on a two hundred. $300 million compound for Larry Ellison up in Lake Tahoe. And they fabricated on site iron, gun blued iron door hardware because, you know, heaven forbid you have a door handle that somebody else can buy. So you have to have it custom made at that level, right? But that's, but that's just, you know, piggybacking on what you were saying. Pride yeah. of ownership. Pride of ownership. It's true. It is. You want to be proud of your home, of your heart. Right. And, but that's not good for America because with a happy home and happy families, well, then that's not, that doesn't promote fear. That doesn't promote sickness. That doesn't promote reasons for you to need something. Nope. No, it doesn't. Thing. Hey, but if you're forging your own money or making printing your own money, it's worthless if it doesn't have something to back it. If you're not a fiat currency that's backed by gold, then you're a fiat currency backed by trust. At least the American dollar has trust behind it. The reason why so many foreign countries prefer to use the American dollar over the Zimbabwe dollar or something like that is because of hyperinflation and the fact that there's zero trust or zero gold backing the currency but you know what you know what is like the US dollar that's entirely based on fucking bullshit faith not based yeah. on any exactly. raw value tangible value like every other fiat currency on the planet has a tangible value yeah. the British pound is directly connected to pound silver coin like the actual silver bullion the US dollar used to be connected to gold but you know what is that's just faith based bitcoin Bitcoin is entirely faith-based. Oh, yeah. So yeah. is all of the other digital currencies, right? Like, mm -hmm. we used to, um, not we, but, like, the human race used to use uh, little puka shells as currency. Shells that you find on a beach. Oh, yeah, for antiquity. Okay, we, we you, you put... It's you put currency is whatever you find valuable, right? Whatever you put value into. So that's honestly what Bitcoin is. That's what Dogecoin is. That's what this one I'm in part of is Pi, right? I'm a part of this one called Pi. It, it's all the fact that like, hey, we as a collective of people have agreed that we're going to find this to be valuable. And if we get enough people to find this to be valuable, well, then that's going to make countries have to negotiate with us. 
Absolutely. It's all based on bullshit. And I think really what it is is to show that the American currency is also based on bullshit. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Taco kind of nailed it. it. You know, when I think it was Nixon that took us off the gold standard, that was yeah. the beginning of the, that was the beginning of the end, because now our money is literally monopoly money. There's no yeah. value in it other yeah. than the faith that we have in it. We're all playing pretend. Absolutely. Well, You're and, all here's pretending. A mind, and here's a mind blow. Elon Musk. So I got two things about Elon Musk. One, okay. he says there's a 90% chance that we're living in a hologram currently. 90% chance. One of the smartest guys living. And he says, if we're not currently living in a hologram, within 10 years, we will be because of the exponential growth of technology. Mind blow. Yeah. And then here, here's well, I mean, another. They're already driving some of the narrative to it. I mean, there was a TV show yeah. on Amazon Prime that w- that discussed uh, basically transferring consciousness into a digital program, so like you didn't die. Basically, your consciousness just moved on into this digital life. <laughs> Look at Ready Player One with like all of the people just escaping their lives and going into these digital lives. Like the the narrative wow. is already there, right? Right. The picture has been painted. Yep. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. All right, we've got some more um, messages. Let's get through these because um, yeah. typically Dave and I do like a two hour show. This has been fantastic. We've been doing over that, um, but I do have to cap it at two. Uh, my time. So I've I've got a little bit uh, about 20, 26 minutes left. So let's get through these messages. No, but that's the point, Dave. That's what you're missing. They don't. They're not creating. Gain of function research is not intended to create a super virus. Gain of function research is by proxy creating super viruses. But the point of it is not to create it to infect the planet and then create antibodies and, and create pro- one problem after another. The point of it is that viruses and and pathogens evolve and they mutate over time naturally. So the gain-of-function research takes that into account and just accelerates that process to try and figure out what the worst-case scenario could be for any one thing that naturally could get there on its own. That's really what the core is. And yes, pathology and, 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 and it's, you know, it's spread and all that, those are all elements of how a virus how any living thing lives it has to reproduce no i I totally get it paco i totally get that that's what we're being told but then exactly i question authority at every turn so you know bear and i did a program on mk ultra program where our government was hell-bent on discovering mind control and went to the lengths of buying the entire world supply of LSD and then dosing unknowing soldiers, patients, prisoners, uh, Johns that were seeing hookers. The CIA went so far as to have a house in Pacific Heights in, in San Francisco where they had hookers working out of and they would dose unsuspecting people. So if they would do that, if our government would cause 9-11 to justify you know never Never anymore. I'd, I'd much rather that murder house than H.H. H. Holmes' murder castle. Right. Me too. I'd, I guess if, you know what I mean? Like if I had to choose. Just. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, there's there's examples where our government has done such nefarious oh, yeah. shit. The, the Tuskegee Civilis experiment. So it's not beyond thought that they would have some crazy military bioweapons research lab. It's not beyond exactly. imagination. And and that's and that's all I wanted to add to like just was to reiterate and echo for Taco. It's great that that is what you believe because that's what we've been told or that's what we've been informed of, right? But unless we actually know what's going on and are in there, that's all we're saying is that there's a possibility. And that's yeah, all that no, Batman. No. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing as Batman. If there's a freaking one percent chance that Superman would turn against the world, he has to take that as an absolute. There you go. There you go. What a great analogy. He has I just to. want to make I just want to make sure By that way, Taco 
I want to make sure that Taco Trek got the picture of the beer that I sent him. Because when I was uh, up in, where was it, Humboldt County, California, I saw a Taco Truck Ale. Couldn't believe it. Oh, that's awesome. Hell yeah. That's so cool. No, I just, I, you know, uh, I don't know if many of you know Batman lore or, you know, story, but like Batman, his whole thing is with like the Justice League. He has contingency plans in case any single one of them go bad. And there's a whole, oh yeah, the whole storyline about it. It's fantastic. It's a, it's a really great animated movie. Um, But at the end of like at one of the end of the parts of the movie, you know, Superman's like, well, you know, what happens if you go bad? (laughs) Like, what was your contingency plan for that? And he goes, the justice league. Like I literally put you guys together in case I anything I like in case I do anything. Bada boom. Right? Even like even he knew that like man is is capable of being corrupt. Even yeah. himself is capable of being corrupt. There's a, like even a one percent chance he had to take that as absolute certainty. Well, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Exactly. So, yeah. like, Taco, that's just the last thing I'm going to say about that. Like, yeah, I'd love for um, if that is the objective. But the, the my retort would be, why tempt fate? Just yeah. because you yeah. think it's a possible chance of happening. I think even the, even the, the, what you think about and speak about, you bring about, right? Thank you. Thank you. Love so, attraction. Yeah. Even the thought of it being out there and the creation of it to create something to counteract it means that they're creating it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys are really funny. Keep up the hard work. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. That was really nice of you to say. We don't get that often. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. All right, we well, talk over power parity. It's a way of of uh, gauging how much a group or an economy or a country or whatever can or a corporation how much buying or purchasing power it actually has. And if you say, well, all these people all have, oh, everybody can go on a everybody can purchase a, a plane ticket in your country. Yeah, but they're all doing it with credit cards and they all have enormous amounts of debt and they don't, that's not purchasing power. You have money, quote, you have some, the ability to buy, but you don't have any purchasing power parity compared to, let's say, the people across the street who have zero debt own all their property. And if they decide to purchase something, they can take out a loan or line of credit against that property and they're not going to further find themselves falling into unavoidable debt traps because they have purchasing power parity. It's real. It's tangible. There's something to back it. Yeah. Agreed. Full point. Um, you know, people in, in, we've limited people's ability to get equity bear. You were saying, you know, about people used to be able to have a job, a normal job, and make a good living and retire. My mom's first husband, before she married my dad, was a grocer. He was a grocery clerk. He made a good living, was able to buy a house, buy new cars, so pay his child support for three kids, you know? Oh, um, I easily need, I easily need to make... I, I think my wife was saying that she heard a study was done for a single person to be able to uh, rent, even rent, right? Just to rent a one bedroom apartment for themselves and support their life. They would need to have a job that paid $30 or more an hour. Mm -hmm. That's for just one person to get by on their own. Yeah. And we're not talking about retirement. (laughs) We're no, we're talking about being able to afford and like get by right. Afford Mm -hmm. an apartment, a place to stay, afford food, afford water, Afford, you know, like in all those amenities, like, you know, of course, that's going to create trash. So then you need to pay for waste management and all, you know, all that. Okay. So you got all that shit. 
um, $30 an hour. And we're, we're arguing over $15, $18 an hour. As in, and we're saying that's great. People are listening. Oh, my God. I can't believe they're going to pay that much. Guys, we haven't even scratched the surface of what people actually need to survive. Well, thank you. And that's the point, right? We're not talking about a livable wage. We're talking about increasing the minimum wage, right? And and it's a joke. Like you said, 15 an hour, that's $30,000 a year if you're working full time. Now, do you get health benefits with that? Oh, if not, there goes 10 grand. So now you're down to 20, you know, take out rent. Now you're down oh, to what? fucking 10. Even when you get health benefits with that, that comes out of your salary, right? You still have to pay there you go. the monthly. That comes out of your check. Sure. Insurance comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And then let's and, not talk, you know, let, and then all the tax comes out of that. Federal yeah, and state. Income tax. You get penalized for working. Why? Because we got to pay for these illegal wars somehow, and people don't want to pay for them, so we got to take the money. <laughs> Right. So yeah. you're constantly getting nickel and dime, nickel and dime, nickel and dime. And we're excited over 15, getting up to $15 an hour, up to $18 yeah. an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a joke. Right. And, and the only reason that we're only reason that we're having that conversation about 15 an hour is because the wages have been the minimum wage federally has been stuck at 725 for like well over a decade. Right. So it's so ridiculously antiquated that they're like, well, let's go 15 because that's basically doubling it. Right. Like and doubling it seems like a lot. We're going to increase it by 50 percent. But if you're increasing zero by 50 percent, you still don't have shit. Man, stupid. I think stereo, it's a connection issue, message not sent, whatever. I had a whole thing about purchasing power parity. How did we hear that? Down oh, we got it. The difference between, yeah, we got that. between purchasing power and 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 purchasing parity, like what the actual. I'm not gonna leave it all over again. Damn it! Fuck you, stereo. I hate you. Yeah, mm. I think we we got it though, Taco. Yeah, so no, we got that one, Taco, but I'm with you with the stereo sentiment because, like, it, you know, I was trying to connect for 10 minutes today, so something's glitchy anyway. Well, and, and the fact that you and I, we didn't do a Friday show just because it didn't happen. We, like, we literally couldn't connect. Literally couldn't connect, tried time after time after time, and then it just randomly connected me to random people. Like, what? What are you doing to me, stereo? Had a scheduled show. Yeah. So, hey, we have uh, Colin on the show. Let's listen to what he has to say. Good evening, gents. Uh, I've been listening to him for a while. Um, I did hear just some of uh, Miss Moneypenny's um, figures, so I did want to go and just check. Um, so I did go and find an article on nature.com. It's one of the sources that she was referencing. Um, and in particular, it, it talks about what we've learned in terms of the safety of the vaccines. Um, and in particular, she was mentioning severe allergic reactions, anaphylaxis. Um, basically, the risk for any vaccination um, is is estimated at 1.3 per million uh, of, you know, that's your chance of um, getting an anaphylactic reaction, which obviously can be serious and requires hospitalization in, in times. Um, with the Pfizer uh, um, vaccine, that risk is 4.7 in a million um uh and everybody that has had that has recovered fully covid much more well he continues let's uh hey guys uh very irritating one of my messages didn't send i don't know if it was the first one or the second one so my apologies uh i'll listen because <laughs> basically on one of them i talked about the anaphylaxis reaction and the other one i talked about the blood clotting reaction uh, both these reported in Nature, and um, the article is from June of this year. So fairly upstate in terms of what the research that they're looking at. Um, whichever one did come through, I'll tell you the stats on the other one um, <laughs> when I hear it. 
Stereo's been glitching a lot today. Anyway, whilst I've got your attention, thank you so much for uh, hosting the show. It is nice to hear you discussing all these uh, different events, uh, jumping around all sorts of different topics. Um, I appreciate the way you discuss them. Wow. Thank you thank very you. much. What a wonderful yeah. comment. Wow. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm humbled and grateful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ditto. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe you were talking about the anaphylaxis. Um, so if you could come back with the, with the blood clot, but, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That'd um, be great. I, uh, I, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to let you talk. I was just looking up the, uh, the history of the minimum wage federally <clears throat> and it's pretty, uh, okay. it's pretty fascinating. It, uh, it was started in 1938 at 25 cents. And then it went up gradually, 39, five cents, 45, uh, went up another five cents, 1950, it went to 75 cents. So it went up 35 cents between in, in five years there. Then, uh, 56 takes a jump to a buck. And then we go all the way to what's, uh, <laughs> now, would, would for... that be because of like the industrial revolution and like, yeah, what you know? Um, it's the 1938 Act, um, and then 1961 Amendment, and the 1966 and su subsequent amendments. Um, wow. So, <clears throat> in the year I was born, 1967, it was a dollar and forty cents an hour. In 1981. Okay. When I was working at McDonald's, my first job, it was $3.35 an hour. Um, so working well, full-time. So working full-time got you about enough money to buy weed. Um, nice. And then, let's see. It, and then in 2009, it was raised to seven twenty-five. So it hasn't gone up since 2009. That's That's insane. And before then, let me just run down the, the, the bumps. It's ridiculous, right? So I mean, 1990. My, my, math is a, my math is a little rusty, but you said since 2009, wouldn't it's 21. Wouldn't that be 12 years? No, uh, 20, 20. 2019 would be 10 years. So yeah, 12 years. Pretty crazy. Hasn't gone up in 12 years. No, and in those years. And in those 12 years, yeah, 12 years, rent has gone up, I'd say, 60 to oh 75%. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right? I was on a so, housing program, uh, like housing help program, and my rent was 800 bucks a month for a two-bedroom. Uh, one bathroom on that point. Um, and, like, yeah, I mean, it was great. It was great to only pay $800 a month, but still, like... Then you've got like a couple of years later, not on a housing program. My rent is like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars a month, double. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, I mean, you know, you can take an example of a house I was renting in San Francisco, thirteen hundred and fifty dollars. It was a you know decent house in a nice neighborhood, Ooh. nothing nice. special. Thirteen hundred and fifty bucks for a three bedroom. Two bath house, two stories, living room, formal dining room, fireplace, front yard, backyard, garage, music studio in the back of the garage, washer and dryer. One of the nicer five nicer, nicer neighbor, safer neighborhoods in San Francisco. Um, soon as they, <clears throat> soon as Bank of America took over the management of it, they found any reason to get me out. And then they instantly jacked the rent to thirty five hundred. So from thirteen hundred to thirty five hundred overnight, because fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, look, you guys see it in in radio all the time, or maybe you don't. But if a station ever want ever wants to air quote change format, that's hey, we're gonna overhaul our entire interior and lay off everyone so that we can renegotiate rates with new people. And pay lower go. amounts so that we can make more money. 
get people right out of college that don't want money because they just want a foot in the door. Right. Yeah. We see it all the time. People are constantly being abused in their in their positions. They're constantly being treated. I mean, the the depiction of the wall comes to mind. Pink Floyd's the wall, like the 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 teacher um, grinding people into a meat grinder. Oh yeah, right. Soylent Green, and that leads me to Soylent Green. <laughs> yeah, dude. And. And then that leads me to, so how long do you really think it'll be before we just start rounding up homeless people and grinding them into dog food? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think it'll happen in our lifetime. Just full Sweeney Todd? I, how do you know it hasn't? How do you know it hasn't? There's a, there's a company that started a protein shake company called Soylent. Oh, I don't, I don't know. How do we know that's not... You know, yeah, human yeah. semen, or all you know. right, yeah. Now we're just putting ideas in my head. You know what? This was supposed to be a nice kickoff for the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you but know, we is... always like to we always like to end on a high note, right? So check this out yeah. from Positive Dot News. What went right this week? Iceland's what four day right? week. A four-day week trial in Iceland was deemed a success. The EU ban on single-use plastics came into effect, and a rare antelope bounced back from the brink. Plus, other positive news. So, um, while working while working hours have increased in many nations, Iceland has been quietly trying a four-day work week to see how it impacted the population. This week, yeah, the results are in. In two trials, which involved 2,500 public work uh, sector workers, roughly 1% of Iceland's working population took place between 2015-2019. Participants were paid the same salary and most crammed 35 hours of work into four days rather than 40 hours in five. Yep. The analysis found that productivity levels remained the same. There the you go. The exact fucking same. Right. But yet we have, but then now you've got less time working. You have mm -hmm. more time with your family. You have mm -hmm. more time to be happy. And you know what I mean? Like you still have a purpose, but you don't feel like you're enslaved to that. And it's better for the company. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, they have to pay. I mean, you know, wage, but that, so that is where the interesting idea will be, right? If that means yeah. they have to pay if less hours, does that mean that increase like wages would increase per hourly? They would, you know what absolutely, because I mean? you're getting the same salary, so that means your your hourly has gone up. You're working less hours for the same pay. Yeah, and but, and, I but mean, then salary. I'm sorry. I've go been ahead. enslaved by salary. Oh yeah, we're all wage slaves, and in 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 that. As soon as you become an entrepreneur, you don't train, you don't change hours for, for, for money. You change productivity for money. And that's yeah. how capitalists make money is off of productivity. But then they want to pay us by the hour and have us produce as much as we can in an hour. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. we're not operating with the same systems, right? It should be productivity-based, and there should be incentives based on productivity levels achieved, right? I love Share, how that relates. Uh, I have another article that relates to this, too, uh, or more topic um, nice. that I, that I heard it. about was Bumble. The company Bumble decided to give its entire staff, every single one of its employees, a week's paid vacation, one week off completely paid by Bumble. Every employee in the company got a week off. Nice. A mandatory like rest week because they had been like working so hard. That is awesome. I mean, the, it was made possible to do it because Bumble recently uh, went public with the trading company. They did very well with the stocks. They've had some profits. So they decided to take that week, that profit and and give their employees a week off. Awesome. 
right? I want to I want to chime in with more. Is this yeah. a trendsetter? Who knows? I hope so. Or is this I a hope stunt? So. Like, let me know. What do you guys think? In the last, uh, you know, few minutes here, what do you guys think? Is this a trendsetter or is it a, a publicity stunt? Yeah, could be either. Could be both. We have a couple messages here. Let's listen. Atlas Cloud. Check out Atlas Cloud. The movie. The movie, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, gents. Just going to come back quickly. Apologies. I've ended up in a phone call, so I've muted myself. Oh, you're to send you the voice note. Um, Yeah. So the blood clotting basically was obviously first discovered with AstraZeneca, um, and it basically depletes the little fragment platelets, which reduces uh, blood clotting. That can be serious. European medicine agencies basically concluded one in a hundred thousand recipients could be affected by this, and in the US, 3.5 people per million for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And it's specific for the adenoviruses, disabled adenoviruses, which basically shuttle the coronavirus with the spike. Um, so it's not all vaccines that this is affected. Anyway, governments are recommended that people uh, under 40 might not use those sorts of vaccines. Anyway, got to go. Thanks for the show. Much appreciated. Colin, thank you so much for yeah commenting again. Yeah, love the participation. Um, I wanted to mention one other positive thing. So Elon Musk moved into a prefabricated tiny home, a casita made by a company called Boxable, B-O-X-A-B-L. This company is uh, revolutionizing the home building world. They're going to offer $50,000 homes, prefab, installed in an hour, delivered on a truck, installed in an hour, um, in 375 cubic, you know, 375 square foot square home yeah. for 50,000 bucks. I mean, we're about to get to a point where there are no jobs for us to do. Yep. We've been true. heading there for a while. Look Universal basic income. How many times yep. do you check yourself out? Well, I refuse to because of that, but most people don't. Most people exactly. do self-checkout. Home Depot, exactly. they only Look have. Home Depot, they only have. It's all self-checkout. You know. Now it's Carvana. Carvana. Look at that. You literally yeah. just order your car offline. Um, it comes off a, de- uh, a, a uh, production line. It's yeah. all put together by robots. Delivered to you. Delivered to you soon to be by robots because Google is like they're working on trucking systems that don't require the human error. Oh, yeah. Right. Self-driving yeah. vehicles, delivery vehicles, tr- you yeah. know, like. Oh my gosh. Domino's Pizza. Do? Domino's Pizza already has a commercial with a self-driving car. Sorry. Sorry that happened. If they keep getting so uh, efficient and profitable with all these robots and not hiring any humans, and yet unemployment is at its highest. Yeah, guys, do the math. Yeah, exactly. Think about, this. Think about think it. About this. Once again, we're not telling you what to think. We're just telling you to think. Hey. Should yeah, we play this message? last message? Yeah, I think it's going to wrap it up for the for the week. It's a beautiful ending. How are we doing, gentlemen? Ah, fantastic. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you are doing fantastic as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thanks for being here uh, on the show. The top news this week. Usually we do the weekly recap, which is uh, on Friday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so we did this kind of as a makeup show. But uh, Dave, anything else you got going on this week? No, no, taking it, uh, taking it slow. I'm just studying, working on a little career transition. So uh, hitting the books, studying loan documents. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you and I were talking about that on the side. Um, that's that's some pretty fascinating stuff, and uh, looks really nice. Looks yeah. really what nice. about yourself? Uh, no, not too much. Uh, maybe a show with Irish on Wednesday. We'll see what he's got going on. 
Uh, we haven't done a show in a bit. Um, I, my brother and I haven't talked about doing a show, but we haven't done a show in a bit. Usually it will be at around five today. So I'll see right. what he's got going on. Um, but other than that, no, just, uh, just this and hanging out with you on Friday, maybe. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, let's play noble right here. And the zoning laws in your city or your town have to be able, you have to allow, they have to allow uh, accessible dwelling. Uh, Accessory dwelling units. Know, they call it a granny, granny in-law, whatever, in-law cohabitation in the backyard or granny in-law tiny house or whatever it is, but you got to have a house. You can't just have a boxable, but it's an amazing, amazing idea, and I hope it takes off. There needs to be, they're pretty sweet. If you look online, those boxables are pretty sweet and at a decent price for $50,000, you get a lot. Yeah. Well, and it just, we need to change everything. The zoning laws need to change to allow for smaller houses on smaller lots because that's what we need. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you want to, like, if you could get by with a smaller house and enjoy your property more, enjoy the land more. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, like she, like she was saying, that one of the hurdles is, you know, currently you can't just buy a piece of property, a tiny piece of property, and throw a tiny house on it. You know, it has to be a, a buildable lot, and there's a minimum size. So, but your city council and county is the first place to start with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, but I, I was telling me, my wife sometimes, that's why I just want to disappear into the forest and, like, just build my house with whatever trees fall and die. On yeah. The you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I agree. Let me just close with this. There's a great documentary, tiny houses legally. And this woman in, I believe Tracy, California got the city legislation to pass zoning so that they adopted mobile home zoning for tiny homes. So boom, she did it. So, and she put out this two, two-part series so that everybody could take her blueprint and just cookie cutter it and take it to their city council. Huh. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Something to think about and something to look forward to and research on. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, much love bear and everybody. I don't want to keep you going and I don't want to keep you, uh, you know, I could go all day talking to you. We always have right. a blast, but you said you got places to, places to do and people to see so uh yeah let's let you get yeah. at it and, well, I'll catch uh, until, you guys later and, and i'll see yeah. you friday fantastic take care everybody all right thanks for tuning into another episode and another thing with dave please follow subscribe and share i'm on all social media and another thing with dave and keep seeking the truth